up, America? Welcome to Let's Talk About It with Greg. Yes. Yes, how we doing? Yeah, we're going to touch a little bit on growing up. Me, anyway. Growing up. Little childhood there. I think um, it's important for y'all to have a little background on me. You know what I mean? So I'm going to share a little bit. I grew up in Hempstead, New York. Terrace Avenue. Came out of Freeport, New York. It's that Leonard Avenue. And then uh, we moved to Hempstead. Didn't grow up wealthy or nothing. Yeah. Nope. Didn't grow up wealthy. We had food stamp booklets. Yeah, I remember them food stamp booklets. I definitely remember them. I used to wait for the, I used to wait for the store to get empty to go in there and pull them out. If I know what I know now, I would have been like, I don't care. Eating. I didn't think like that though. You know what I mean? Because you grow up around people who um it seemed like on the outside that their parents did all they could for them so they wouldn't look like they lived in poverty. You know what I mean? And I guess I didn't wanna I felt some kind of way. I guess I didn't want nobody to know that we wanted, but hmm, that didn't work. Folk, I, I believe folks knew we wanted. And sometimes you could tell by what you were wearing. Uh, man, I didn't have Lee jeans, Levi's. Uh, I mean, my mother went shopping for us down at Robin. Everybody remember Robin, right? Yeah. Get us some underwears and t-shirts and pants from there. Yeah. And skips. Yes. And get sneakers from there. Yes. Again, I didn't know what I know now, because if I had any idea, I would have just been like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? You don't as a kid, that does, that stuff don't, you just know you want what the other kids have. You know what I mean? And um, it was a little rough in that house. Oh, apartment, excuse me. It's a little rough. It wasn't easy. Guess what, single mom anyway, you know what I mean? Single mom raising two kids, then it turned out to be three, then four. 
So I'm not going to sit here and do any bashing or disgracing of the woman who gave birth to me. I'm just going to say I, I wish she had a stronger will. And I'm going to leave it there. But growing up over there on terrace, it was rough. It was, it was rough. You know what I mean? Because you got picked on, you got bullied. I mean, not like the bullying that's going on today over the internet. You know what I mean? You got picked on, you got bullied, and you, you learned. You know what I mean? I don't know another way to describe it. You learned how to fight. You. Know what I mean? And you either got better at it or worse at it. And as time went on, people either left you alone or they kept picking with you. Know what I mean? In my case, I was getting left alone. Know what I mean? But every now and then you hear a little big head jokes and your mama on welfare and food stamp jokes. Know what I mean? Everybody know what I'm talking about. And, um, I just, I just was like, dog eat dog. I had to learn how to fight. I didn't learn the right way because of the two individuals that I would have liked to taught me, would have liked to have taught me, didn't want to teach me. So I was too. Wow. And apparently, I don't know how true it is, but apparently it's hard to, you could teach anybody how to fight, but you just don't want to be responsible for that individual that's already wild and you're teaching them how to fight and honest their energy and they get even wilder. You know what I mean? I guess I fell under that category there. I don't know. But yeah, one of the, one of the dudes, knew how to box, he was good at boxing, and the other guy was good at martial arts. And I couldn't get neither one of them to teach me. They did not want to teach me. That nah, they did not. I say all of this to say this. Teach your kids, all right? But teach them up here first. So they could grapple with that, you know what I mean? Teach them up here first, you know what I mean? And then teach them with these, you know what I mean? It ain't all about these, but they need to know how to use them. You know, defend themselves. I'm all for people learning how to defend themselves, you know what I mean? And if they know how to use this first, 10 times out of 10, they won't have to use this. Well, nine times out of 10, they won't have to use these. You know what I mean? Some people skate through life and don't never have a fight. And them are the people I talk to, believe it or not. Just to know, how do you avoid getting in fights? Know what I mean? And easy. 
dude showed me. He just got up and left. Just walked away. Just walked away. Know what I mean? Just plain out walked away. Didn't stand there and try to stand their ground or nothing. Just walked away. And I was like, believe it or not, I was dumbfounded. I was like, in my mind, I'm thinking, they trying to play you. You ain't going. No. They ain't playing me. They ain't put their hands on me. They ain't stopped me from feeding my family. They ain't messing with my mama. And I was like, wow, that makes sense. You know what I mean? But then you got some people that just like, I just walk away. And they got nothing to do with whether they put their hands on me, I just walk away. Who they going who they, who they arguing and fighting with now? You know what I mean? So again, I say this kind of stuff to let y'all know that. Teach your, teach your kids. Not right. Just let them know that it's okay to know to defend yourself, but don't be don't be that individual. Don't be that individual. Because turns around to happen is that that individual that you want to crack their head so bad, you end up in more trouble than they do. And they started. So it's better to just walk away. Now, will you be able to walk away all the time? It might be that one time you might not be able to walk away. Circumstances are different for everybody, right? Right. So I say to that, just use your best judgment. Just use your best judgment. You know what I mean? Because if I, as growing up, if I didn't get caught up in bullies so much, I probably wouldn't have been in, I probably wouldn't have gotten barely any trouble. You know what I mean? I, once my, my mom was set on hating bullies, I just was, I just was a whole different person. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't go too far with it, overboard with it, because I, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. You know what I mean? So I got quite a few people to thank for that. They don't even know it. You know what I mean? There's not that many people to thank for. There's just like two people, period. I mean, if I didn't kind of look up to these two individuals, how they handle things, it'd probably be a different situation right now for me. And um, I'm grateful for that. So, you know, somebody was looking out for me, I believe. Somebody. And I'm going to leave it right there. The good Lord. Good Lord say he ain't too much of a knucklehead. Let me leave him. Uh, nah, man. I tell you. Trying to tell you, America. But, um. 
growing up, it was good times and bad times. You know what I mean? I could I, I could recall one time I was on the punishment so long, and we lived in on terrace in El Dorado's third floor, and um, it was winter time. Snow was up to your to your knees or past your knees. Anyway, um. I was on the punishment so long, man. My mother had me on the punishment. I forgot what I did. But boy, I ain't come off punishment for 30 days. And God bless the dead, Carnell. His name is Carnell. He came over the house, say, what's up, check me out. You know what I mean? Come see what I'm doing. He was, and he got me off punishment. If it wasn't for him, I probably would have still been in that damn room. Oh, I know what I did. Well, I don't actually remember the whole steps, but I remember one time my mother gave me a, a serious ass whooping. Excuse my language. Whooping. And um, I thought my mother was He-Man at the time because I slid up under the bed. She, she lift that bed up, had that thick belt about that thick, lift that bed up and got the whoop in my tail, man. When she got done, you know what my dumb butt did? I jumped out the window on the third floor and ran over to my own corner mouse. <laughs> That's how I ended up on the punishment for like a month. She didn't beat me again, but I couldn't come out that room, boy. I was like, <sighs> oh man. That's right, my man Carnell. God bless the dead, dude. That was a, that was a cool brother right there. He got me off that punishment, man. I said, "Ooh, boy, my mother, my mother wasn't no joke, boy. With that belt, you mess up." And we used to have a. Um, they had cut that down though, but it used to be uh, like bushes, right there on the side of the building. She made me go out there and get switches for us, man. Whooping, boy, what? Tear that butt up, boy. I thought it was torture when she let them joints soak in the water. But, man, I learned how to not get in trouble. Seriously, anyway. You know what I mean? Mom used to tear that tail up, boy. Mm. My belly could sit in the chair. I could feel it now. Hoo-wee. Anyway, um, that's just one of my memories. Yeah, jumping out the window and running all the way over to my uncle's house. <laughs> all I had on was my PJs. Oh, man. I only uh, I my, yeah, I had, I had shoes on my feet. All right. Jumped out the window. I only had my PJs, man. It was a couple of people that saw me jump out the window and was laughing. I wasn't laughing because that snow broke my fall, though. My mom put me on that punch for 30 days. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was something else. Yeah. Anyway, um. Just a little bit about me. The 
They just shared that little bit of tidbit information. You know what I mean? I thought it was vital for my quest of being a podcaster. Share a little bit with y'all. And then um, we go from there. You know what I mean? I'm trying to work on another guest. I just have to figure out if it's going to be actually in the house or on the road. I'm thinking about going live on the road and having that podcast live. Because like I said, I like to talk to the little people, get their perspective, how they feeling, what they doing and how they deal with everyday people. You know what I mean? That way people can get an idea how not to mistreat a cashier, not to mistreat a person that's stocking the shelves. You know what I mean? We need to have more feelings toward people that have jobs less than you. You know what I mean? Not to be disrespectful to the person that's cleaning the bathroom so you can sit your butt in there and do your business. You know what I mean? That helps, believe it or not. Saying thank you, you know what I mean? Goes a long way. You know what I mean? Letting them folks, you appreciate what they do. And at some point in time, we need to do that, bro. I mean, we need that. We need that done in America because of everything that's going on now. Everything that's whether it's good or bad. Everything that's going on right now today. You know what I mean? We need that. And I think um, that'll go a long way. Yeah, that'll definitely go a long way, America. Well. I think I'm going to touch this one more time and, and go. It's kind of funny, but I'm still tripping off of the sneakers, America. $400. I don't care what you say. I think I can get me six pair. $400. Yes, I'm cheap. Yes, I am. I'm just saying, for one pair of sneakers, $400. All right, man. But again, America, get back to me on that. I would love to know uh, um, black-owned businesses that design clothes and footwear, especially comfortable footwear. I appreciate it. Thank you, America. Y'all have a good night.